Welcome to episode Beep. two. Welcome to episode Beep. two of. Okay, I'm just gonna keep going. Hi, I'm Elizabeth. Oh man, I oh. know you're starting. I made a noise. I'm like, <laughs> when you point to me and we haven't talked about, it, I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> I thought you could improv. Welcome back to the Axe Facts and Fiction Podcast. Here we are, episode two, week one of Summer Equip is almost over. Elizabeth, how are you feeling? Oh, I loved Matt Chandler last night. I right. mean, everything he said was what, amazing. What about the kickoff? The kickoff? Oh, the kickoff was great, too. All the friends were there. We had a little bit of a fiasco with breakout rooms. Right, yeah, that's we think the- maybe some people were trapped in the breakout rooms. Yeah, if you if you're one of those people yeah. who may or may not have been trapped in a breakout room, just write in and let us know. We'd love to hear about your experiences yeah. in that isolated breakout we room. We want to know how long were you in the breakout room? Um, did you guys actually answer the questions? Did you begin to panic? Who left first? Why was did they there leave? even prayer? Yeah, was there prayer? Yeah. Right. What right. yeah. Have you been listening to the devotionals? Of course. Oh, of course. Are, yeah. are you just like obligated to say that? Or are you actually? No, I mean, <laughs> well, it would be kind of bad. I guess if I... both. You are both well, obligated yeah. and you actually are. Are what? Like you are listening to the devos. Oh, yeah. I like listening to them. My friends made the devos, so Yeah, that's fun. true. It's been a good week. Speaking of a good week, mm-hmm. I think since it's Friday and... You know, we've all read our chapters on Acts. I thought it would be pretty cool if we did a weekly wrap up, like a little, a little summary in um, summer e. Yes, summer equippy. Okay. Yeah, good one. Um, if we did a little summary of what we've read this week, right? We could even call it something catchy, like the weekly wrap up. That we could. That's so crazy. I just came up with that on the spot, and we hadn't planned that at that's all before. That's not true. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was definitely one yep. of our, our uh, We've planned the weekly wrap-up. But, uh, Luke, why don't you kick us off? Just take us through this week's reading, and right. I'll provide some yes. sound effects. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so we've gone through the first seven chapters of Acts so far this week, and lots has happened in those chapters, so I picked out one specific instance from each chapter just to recount and I'm going to mention it and then co-host Elizabeth is going to do her best attempt at representing that story with a sound effect because uh-huh. since you guys are just <laughs> listening we feel like it would yeah. be better for to watch the the words of the scripture come alive with Elizabeth's sound effect. Watch them come alive oh, yeah, right, while right. you listen, listen to, to me making sorry, sound sorry, effects. Sorry. Yes. Okay, okay, let's just get yeah. with it. Okay. We'll see how it goes. Okay. So in chapter 1 we see the ascension. Pretty crazy. We see Jesus was lift. Wow. Wow. You're right. I, I even got there, but you're already <laughs> ascending. So basically, Jesus was lifted up and a cloud took Jesus out of their sight. What would that sound like? Oh, oh was that Jesus exiting? Exiting. Leaving the chat. It was a quick exit. A quick exit. Yeah, okay. He- yeah. Yeah. So boom. Yeah. He's out of there. Okay. Ascended. Check. Okay. In chapter two, we see the super loyal community. So 
all these believers mm-hmm. are gathering to get. Wait, I'm gonna, I'm gonna explain it, and then I would love okay. for you to do the sound effects. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, I thought I did the sound effects while you're explaining. Oh, I feel like that may be too confusing for our listeners. Okay. They wouldn't know what to pay attention well, to. Well, all right. Well, maybe. Okay. So for the loyal community, all these people gathering together, believers sharing their possessions, and it says that they ate food together and they received this food with glad and generous hearts. What would that sound like? Okay. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) This is the worst ASMR I've ever (laughs) participated in. Okay, keep going, keep going. Yeah, I would say that heart sounded glad and generous. Okay, in chapter three, we see a lame beggar healed. People were filled with wonder and amazement. What would that sound like? Whoa! Ah, maybe. Oh, sorry. The sound effects aren't my <laughs> thing. No, 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 no. I believe in you. This is your thing. I feel like you're taking over. <laughs> I know. Sorry, sorry. It's pretty domineering. Okay, let me go back. <laughs> Chapter four. Religious leaders, they come upon Peter and John teaching, and they are very annoyed because they are proclaiming Jesus' resurrection. What would that sound like? Ugh. Mm. <laughs> 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 I don't know how to say but I feel like that would be it. I feel like, yeah. yeah and like, this even brings me back to one of the peak moments of episode one, because you'd be doing a lot of eye rolls, like you would do an eye yoga, oh, right? Oh, yeah. They were annoyed, but you can't really hear an eye yeah, roll. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, moving on to chapter five. Ananias, Ananias, that's one of those hard names. I'm sorry, yeah, everyone. Ananias, I wait, I still get Ananias. I don't know why that took me so long. I Are promise you combining I their names, Ananias? Yeah. Okay, Ananias. Wait, what, did I just do it again? No, that's right. Ananias and Sapphira lie about their tithing to the church, and they immediately die. (coughs) (laughs) Wow. I mean, the Bible doesn't really mention anything about choking, but... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I feel like... (laughs) I feel like you should tell the story, and I do the sound effects while you do it, not... After. Okay, fine. We'll do that for the final two uh, chapters. No, I want to do it for the No, this is okay, where it gets really okay. good. <laughs> okay. So chapter six, an okay. apostle <laughs> named Stephen teaches about the new covenant, and it says that his face shines like that of an angel. I would have appreciated that as I had said the word angel. What if you, <laughs> I feel like that would have been. I'm confused. <laughs> I feel like that would have been the perfect opportunity. This is why we need to redo all of this. Okay, no, and then uh, chapter seven, the last chapter for the week. I guess technically that's in the reading plan for this weekend, so people may not have listened yeah. or read it yet. Uh, <laughs> but here we go, chapter seven. That same apostle Stephen is stoned. Yeah. Very- ah! Very quickly stowed. Lots of fast, rapid stones being thrown, apparently. And this does make Stephen the first. <laughs> Elizabeth, come on. <laughs> We're talking sorry, about a martyr so here. Yeah, Okay, I know. so this is I'm making sorry. Stephen the first martyr in the <clears throat> book of Acts. And that is our weekly wrap-up, including creative, on-the-spot sound effects yeah. by our own sound effects guru, Elizabeth <laughs> okay. Hughes. I feel like that's patronizing, but um, I tried Okay, so now we are going to pull in some of the answers from our Instagram question this week. So we asked on Instagram, what is the pettiest thing that you are selfish oh, about? Oh, yes. This is really exciting. This is the first time we are interacting with our listeners. Yeah, we, we love the people. So 
A few people um, who answer this question, we just wanted to um, comment on what you said. So we had lots of great write-ins, um, some hilarious answers. So uh, one came, that came from Natasha at NC State. So remember, what is the pettiest thing that you're selfish about? She said, when a song gets really popular, but you were a fan long before people knew about it. Oh, wow. Okay, no, that is that is a good one. And it's easy to be selfish with your music taste and be like, oh, no, that was me. I, I did that beforehand. I feel like... That has happened to me with several artists that I'm a pretty devoted fan of. Can you I, give us some examples? Yes. So I, not even kidding, people are going to think I'm lying. I listened to Adele before 21 even came out. The album with like Rolling in the Deep and everything. I listened to the album before that. How that, did you hear about it? Uh, one of my cooler friends showed me it. So it wasn't even my own so yeah, discovery. So you're but... taking credit for something that your cooler friend showed you. Yeah but, yeah. but as opposed to my not cooler friends, I was the first one. Because you were following a cool person. Right. right okay. Right. Well, so you can relate. So doesn't immediately apply. Just indirectly apply. Indirectly. Yeah. Great. Okay. We have another write-in from Sarah Rogers. Um, UNC. And, woo! Yes. And she said, if my family went to a different restaurant than I wanted, I cried at the table and refused food. So, no way. Sarah, our question to you is, was this when you were like four or five? Or are we talking like you're home on break from college and this happens? Like right. the fam's like, Big hey, difference. we're going to Chili's. And she's just like, I just want dining hall food. Yeah. Or she's, yeah, she's just is freaking out about it at the table. I don't want those bottomless chips. Get that two for 22 deal out of my face. Right. So. Right. right. Wait. Okay. There was one time my friends and I, we were in high school and we went to one of those Japanese steakhouses for dinner, like where they cooked yeah. the food in front of you. It was incredible. Love and who it. doesn't like Japanese food? Like that's amazing. Yeah. But I remember looking at the table beside us and it was this family and the dad had gone next door and gotten bojangles for his children. You are and they, lying. I, I'm, I'm not lying. How old you were can the ask kids? my high school friends if they're listening to this. They're probably not. Uh, the, the kids were probably like six and eight. Do you think this was Sarah Rogers' family? Sarah Rogers, are you from Greensboro? Write in and let us know because that's. I was at the uh, Asaki Japanese Steakhouse on Windover in Greensboro. I remember. I have a photo from that night, and they literally that... brought in the Bojangles combo boxes, and they were sitting on the table no, beside. No, they didn't even the try to hide it. They what? Oh yeah, no, it was not. And I remember thinking, like, man, my parents would have never done that. But also, man, why are you so selfish that you demand Bojangles from your parents? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I hope they got, they left a good tip at least. Right. That's hopefully. Rough. All right. Uh, we have another write in actually about food as well, um, but kind of a different take. So this is from Jordan Komen, who's on oh, our staff team. Our, we love Jordan Komen. We are huge Jordan Komen fans. Mm -hmm. He is. I, I started calling him J. Co. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Love that. Thanks. Um, he's in charge of our Go Now missions. Initiative. Yeah. International stuff. So. Jordan wrote in, didn't even know he had an Instagram, to be honest, so it's right. cool to see him on the gram. He said, dessert. I find myself secretly eating extra helpings, but not wanting my girls to see. Oh, look so at that. So this is he kind of a flip where the parents are actually the ones who are being selfish. But look at him. Even though he indulges in dessert, he still cares about the well-being of his three daughters and protects them yeah. from seeing him participate in gluttony. That's so nice yeah. of him. He's like, one cookie for you, three for me. Right. But and it's probably know. like after they go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks for your honesty, Jordan. Yeah. We appreciate it. Okay, the last write-in that we have um, is from Stephen Hutchinson. Hey, Stephen. Um, so he wrote Stephen, in Stephen, we're going to talk about... Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, we'd already talked about the Stephen and got stoned. This is a different Stephen, Yeah, obviously. this is a student, Stephen. Yeah. Yes. 
So Steven wrote in quite a few times, so I think he wanted to get on the Instagram. Um, and we will acknowledge you because... Mission accomplished, Steven. Um, you specifically called me out in one of yours. You said... Oh. Uh, for the pettiest thing that you're selfish about, you said freshman not winning dance competition at BMW in parentheses, Elizabeth Hughes is fake news. Wow. So, Stephen, I say to you, get oh. my name out of your mouth, and here is your recognition. <laughs> I, I, if yeah. I were Stephen, I'd be weeping now. You it's just bold. Yeah, you just exposed The freshman and- won. This was like a ton of months ago. The freshman did an amazing job. They did at BMW during right. this dance competition. Yeah, they really did. I remember thinking, wow. Oh, like, no, I, thought, I, was, I thought I was you were going like, to No, I was like, wow, that oh, was good. I, I thought you thought more than wow, but that's why I paused. Okay, so you thought wow, and I thought that was amazing, but there were better ones. So you, I mean, freshmen didn't win this year, but if you practice Stephen Hutchinson, and maybe you guys practice over the summer, we'll see what happened. And I'm sorry that victory was out of reach and that Elizabeth instead Showed favoritism and gave it to another class. Okay, well. No, I'm just kidding. I actually, yeah, I think I really am more on Elizabeth's side than yeah, Stephen's on this. You. Sorry. And Stephen, I have yet to meet you, so I will never forget you. I for know that you, comment. Stephen. Um, great. I you. Well, thanks, guys, for writing in. And Good we're to know be that doing our podcast that. listeners are sneaky, selfish in their real lives. Yeah. yeah. And that actually leads us to what we are talking about today. So we're going to be talking about Ananias. Did I say it right? You got me paranoid. I was so embarrassed when I couldn't. Hopefully you did. Yeah, Ananias and Sapphira. Luke, can you remind us what happened to Ananias and Sapphira? Right, yes. Okay, so we talked about Acts 2 last episode. So today we're talking about Acts 5. And in this chapter, there is a husband and a wife, Ananias and Sapphira, just like Elizabeth was saying. And as you guys remember, we were talking about communities where people were literally even selling their possessions to give that money to other people. Well, Ananias and Sapphira did not keep up with that whole loyalty. And so when they were selling something, they took back some of the money and they both knew about it and uh, they kept some of the proceeds for themselves. And now when they were approached about it, they actually both lied about it and they died because of it. Okay. Pretty severe punishment. Yeah. Yes. I just, I abrupt, I really ended that abruptly. Yeah. But that's I feel tough. like that's because their life also ended abruptly. Exactly. Yeah. So, not biblical heroes. People do not model your lives after Ananias and yeah. Sapphira. Yeah. But we all, I, I think we, what we've even seen from Instagram and through thinking about this, like we all see that we have a little bit of Ananias and Sapphira in us, like this greedy, sneaky, selfish side, right? right? Like, we, we all can like, have it. They did give some proceeds, but they did keep some of it and they tried to keep it a secret. So it's like, you're doing this thing for yourself or you're protecting yourself, but it's in secret and you're not too proud of it. In fact, they lied about it. Yeah, exactly. So we were just thinking that we'd talk today a little bit about um, some situations. We're not saying we've necessarily been these people, but we think that these people do exist out there. So the first sneaky, selfish person that I thought of is the friend that you have who never drives, mm, right? Mm, their right. their gas is always empty. Right. Or they have boxes in the back of their car, no matter or what time. Or their air of, conditioning doesn't work. Their air, Oh, yeah. Air conditioning mm. doesn't work. I would even wonder, do they even have their license? Or maybe they just have mm. their permit still. And <laughs> I'll be like, maybe, maybe they're trying to avoid like, oh. like <laughs> legal oh. problems. Oh, okay. So you think maybe they actually can't drive. I mean, I wouldn't assume their motivations. I was thinking they're more stingy and they don't want to pay for gas. Right. No, that's probably it. You're right. You're right. Yeah. We, we all have that friend. Um, the one who never drives. Mm -hmm. We also have the friend who always takes the front seat. 
Oh, right? Yeah. They yeah, they don't do. even ask. Um, right. uh, as someone who does have longer legs, I don't know, okay. longer than what? I don't know. I guess longer than the average leg. I normally, honestly, I may be this person. I feel like I take the front seat sometimes. Yeah. But it's because I don't want to be all squashed in the back seat and like be all up on someone beside yeah. me, you know, because my legs are so huge. Yeah. In also, for those who've never seen me in person, I'm just like, I'm not like Goliath. Like, I'm like, I'm a pretty right. average tall guy. Average not as tall as JT Casey, though. Who's but yeah, staff. not as yeah. tall, but you are tall. Yeah. So the person who's always taking the front seat, you know, I mean, they have their reasons, long legs. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to DJ. So you got to right. listen to their music. So they got to be up front. Right. Um, they volunteer to navigate, but they always tend to forget to actually navigate. So someone in the back is the one who's actually trying to yell up front. It's pretty interesting. They're trying to provide navigation and entertainment through music, but really like that's covering up the fact that they're just selfish and want the front seat. Yeah. And they try to act like they're car sick. Um, They're like, oh, I get car sick sometimes. So you're like, well, okay, I don't want you to throw up on me. So sure. Like it's hard to refute that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hear that on this podcast. All car sickness is a myth. No one is telling the truth. Well... (laughs) I get as, as a medical expert. No, okay, I'm, just yeah. no I'm just kidding. That is valid. Okay. Okay. So then, wait, there's another type of person yes. who is sneakily selfish. Tell us about it. And them. you may understand this if you have roommates or a larger family. And it's when there's something in the fridge and eventually the amount of it just gets lower and lower. Oh. And eventually there's a, there gets like one bite left. So there's like one cookie left or like one leftover enchilada from dinner and no one wants to take it. Except for the sneakily selfish person who takes it when no one else is looking. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. They take the last bite. I would actually like to speak from personal experience from okay. this. Um, when I was growing up, so I don't know how many people agree with me. I'm going to ask you, is it okay if my favorite Girl Scout cookie is the lemonade? Uh, no. Wait, I don't why? even know what why? that is. What? What? Yeah, that's not It's the original. shortbread cookie with like the lemon, like frosting is on the bottom. Is it called the lemonade? Yes, it's literally, they're called lemonades. Anyways. Okay. Okay. So my favorite cookies with lemonades, but also so were like every member of my family. And so I would, when we got boxes of the lemonades, I would hide them in my bedside table no. so that no one else would eat them. Isn't that ridiculous? Yes. That's because I Because selfish. there are people in my family. No. Oh, I was going to say my family was sneaky selfish for eating my cookies. Did they go into your drawer? No, because they didn't know they were there. I hid them. So you're sneaky selfish because no, you no, hid no. them. No, no, no. That was not the point of this story. The point of the story was that my family was selfish for wanting to eat the cookies. Your family is selfish because they happen to like a kind of cookie, but then but I you're think, off I the hook. I think I purchased the cookies with my own Oh, money. okay. Okay. If you bought them... I still think it's a little rude because you're, I'm pretty sure your parents have provided way more financially for oh. you than the box of like two Girl Scout cookies. But I mean, I don't know your well, life. Well, yeah, but they voluntarily had a child. I didn't voluntarily have parents. Well, okay. See? That that logic is hard to... It's, it's really hard, hard for me to, to pick apart because it doesn't make sense. <laughs> so. No, I would say it's uh, in like insurmountable. Like there's no way to get around it. Do you have any more? Um, okay, so... Again, this may come from personal experience, but recently, I think as many other people did during quarantine, I got into puzzling. Oh, yes. And so, and by got into, I mean, I did one puzzle and (laughs) it was a thousand pieces and I worked on it for like upwards of a week. And, uh, by the time I was finished, Mm -hmm. uh, I I had gotten really frustrated with it because it had taken me so long. And so a couple of people, namely my fiance and some friends were wanting to help put the pieces of the puzzle in. But I was like, no, like I've done it all myself. Like I want to be the one that finishes the puzzle. But yet I asked them to come over and help me locate it. But if they were ever going to locate where a piece went, I made them have me put it in. No, I'm so serious. 
even though they like identified where it went and they like tested out, I made them give it back to me and then I put it in the place so that I could be the master puzzler. I'm shocked. Okay, don't act like it's that a is crime. so extra. Well, I wanted to be the person that had finished the puzzle. It was a thousand pieces. Okay, I do get your point though of that we all know those people who are sneaky selfish. Uh-huh. You know, maybe you've worked on a group project with them, or I mean, I think the puzzle is a good example right. where they don't put in near as much work as you, mm-hmm. but then they take the credit. Mm-hmm. So I see where you're going with that, but I do think it's a bit controlling. Controlling? That, no, yeah. no, uh, ambitious. To well, want to finish okay. a puzzle by yourself. We have one more. One more. Yes. Okay. I forgot shoot. about this one. We have to do this one. Um, okay. I'm going to take you back to high school, middle school. Uh-huh. It's a dark, a dark time. Yeah, a dark time. Go back there. The secret gum chewer. Do you know what I'm talking about? Are you talking about the people who put their gum on the bottom of the desk? <laughs> no. That's gross. No, oh, no, no. Okay. I'm talking about <laughs> sneaky selfish. How, okay, you have the person who they want a piece of gum, right? You paid uh-huh. $1.29 for your pack of gum. It's your gum. Mm-hmm. Five you gum. Know, that was definitely middle school. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was the best. But you know as soon as you open that pack. Oh, it's everyone gonna be and like, their mama's going to be oh, asking yeah, for Yeah, it's going to be like vultures on right. a dead deer carcass. Right. It's They're going to smell gonna, it. Yeah. yeah. So you instead try to sneak the piece of gum into your mouth without mm-hmm. them seeing. Mm-hmm. Because you have six people around you in class. That's half your pack gone. Right. Have you have you ever thought about maybe buying yourself like the normal gum that you want, like the five gum, and then buying like lower quality gum for the masses, <laughs> like juicy fruit, the kind, <laughs> the kind that lasts like 0.2 oh. seconds, and they'd be like, oh, sorry, did you want gum? I have this kind, and then just slyly hand it off. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's actually yeah, brilliant. Life hack found here on the Axe Facts and Fiction podcast is have cheap gum around to give to the masses. Well, you eat the fancy gum. Right, the fancy gum. That's amazing. Thank you. I love that. Cool. Anything else? I think, nope. I think that's a good summary of how people can be sneakily selfish, not in bold ways, but in small ways to protect, to protect themselves and how that happened in chapter five of Acts, just like we all read this week. So to finish up this episode of Acts, Facts, and Fiction, we're going to end with our everyone's favorite segment where Elizabeth and I provide each other with some a statement, and it's either fact or fiction, and we have to determine which it is. <laughs> which? I, hopefully, there will be a day where I don't have to explain that. We can just be like, time for facts or fiction, go. Okay, so Elizabeth, what is your first statement that you want me to discern if it's fact or fiction? Okay, so I was trying to figure out what would apply with this topic, which was a little harder. About being sneaky selfish? Yeah. But I thought Black Friday was a time when many people across our Mm -hmm. country are sneaky selfish. So in 2015, Mm -hmm. for Black Friday, a couple waited in line for over 12 hours to buy a cart full of $2 towels. A cart full Mm -hmm. of $2 towels. Are you willing to share, like, what store this was at? Like, was this at, like, a Bed Bath & Beyond or, like, a Gucci? I'm unwilling to share that. Does Gucci sell towels? Probably with uh, rhinestones. We wouldn't use them if they did. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it's fiction, and I think that's because the towels were even cheaper. I'm gonna say a dollar fifty. Mm. Wrong. What? That is fact. What? Yep. This couple, there is no way you have. Can you, you imagine? Who needs that many towels? Maybe. They must live in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would someone need that many towels? Yeah, I mean, maybe. They... Or maybe their house floods. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, oh, see, gosh. we need to be more. Yeah, maybe they have a pool. 
They don't like to do laundry? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Dang, well, we don't shout know out to life. that store for offering a good deal on towels. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I have, I'm honest, I, I'm not trying to say this is the best statement we've had so far, but I'm pretty proud of this. Okay. So I was doing some research, similarly to Elizabeth, that talked about thing, people who are sneaky selfish, and the first thing that came into my mind out of the recency effect is, of course, the toilet paper shortage that happened at the beginning of this quarantine. We can all relate. Yeah. The panic of not knowing oh. where our next wipe would come from. Well... <laughs> This article, this, okay, here's, here's the kicker. This is why I'm so excited. This article is from NC State. It's from their College of Natural Resources, like their paper sciences. I know. It was literally like the fifth result on Google. So all of our wolf pack, shout out to you guys. So according to this article from NC State's College of Natural Resources, Georgia Pacific, which is the company who makes Angel Soft and Quilted Northern Toilet Paper, predicts the average American household is going to use 40% more toilet paper than usual if they spend all their time at home during the pandemic. So they're basically being at home during the pandemic causes them to use 40% yeah. more toilet paper. Wow. I mean. Fact or fiction? I feel like you might have just messed with the numbers, which I think is super lame. So okay. I, I hope that isn't what you did. So I'm going to say fact. It is fact. Yes. Honestly, I think I didn't set up well. I gave too many specifics about the NC State thing. Yeah, the, number five on the Google search. Oh, dang it, you're right. Yeah. I exposed myself. But isn't that true? So shout out to the NC State people who are letting us know Studying how much that. more toilet paper we use because people are sneaky selfish with their toilet paper. 40% more. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Okay. All right. The next one I have. So this is from a newspaper, like a local newspaper article in Kansas. Um, oh, yeah. Jordan Komen. I know. I, I feel like he won't love that this is from his home state. Oh, yikes. We'll see. Okay. So it, it said that this woman got evicted after purposefully running over her neighbor's garden gnome collection. <laughs> and she was quoted saying, I hate gnomes. And she knows that. I asked her to take them down. And when she didn't, I decided to do it for her. So wow. it sounds like her neighbor... Obviously had a bunch of gnomes and she's sneaky, selfish, I guess. And right. Just I dare them. say this may be the most petty example it's of this whole super podcast petty. episode. Um, I feel like it would hurt her. Dang car. it. See, I don't know. You came up with a quote and you also, I feel like if you just had to make up a state, it wouldn't have been Kansas. So I'm going to say you did fact. I think that is true that there is a Kansasite woman who drove over gnomes. No, that's fake. I made it what? all up. The whole thing? Yeah. You made up a quote? Yeah. Okay, Sapphira lying. <laughs> oh, gosh. Boom. Talk about sound effect. Yeah, that was me smiting Elizabeth. Okay. I don't well, have the power to smite her though. Um, yes, I made it all up. But wouldn't that be so crazy? Does that mean I'm zero for two for today? Yeah. Dang. But last, I, I have one on point. On Monday was much better. I'm winning. <laughs> I'm, okay, well, let's see if you can get this last one. Okay. Okay, so... Obviously, we learned a lot about how people were sneaky selfish in their childhood. Yes. And so I found this statistic from the American Confection Merchants Association that says that kids, when presented with a bowl of candy or like a selection of candy, kids grab for the Reese's cup first 87% of the time. Oh, I think that's fiction. Peanut allergies. Oh, dang it. It is fiction. I really got demolished in this round. Yeah, kids but, with peanut allergies are But I made up a really whole association, careful. the American yeah. Confection Merchants Association. Oh, that's hard. Wait, you, got you think zero, that many people have two. a peanut allergy that keep them from grabbing the Reese's? Isn't that what you want to grab for right when you like... If Oh, say a pinata breaks and there's Reese's on the floor. What I would are the die other options? for the Reese's. 
I don't know. Like dum dums. If it's yeah, dum dums, like I'm digging Reese's. You're right. Oh. What? Don't give sympathy to people who like Jolly Ranchers. Those <laughs> Maybe are gross. it's Pixie Sticks. It's like it's they tried to market hard candy for young people. We all know hard candy belongs in nursing homes, not in the mouths of young children. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a joking hazard. You're right, exactly right. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, so sorry. Clearly, Elizabeth beat me in this round yes. of fact or fiction. Very congratulations, Elizabeth. Thank you. I'm glad you're so good at lying. Yes. I I, uh, it's a skill that I can't really use in a lot of situations, but it's very helpful right, in, in this. In this so. Okay. I'll work on mine for Monday because yeah. I really want to win next yes. time. Okay. Thanks for tuning in with us today. We hope that today was eye opening for those of you who are sneaky selfish and that, you know, if you have friends who struggle with these things that you'll be able to now have conversations about it. So Go out there and enjoy your weekend. Um, and I also just wanted to tell you that intern Logan's favorite drink at Starbucks is the strawberries and cream frappuccino. So go on out what? and grab. Yeah. What? That That's fact. That doesn't even have That any- is fact. Oh, really? Yep. So go on out and grab one. In honor of intern Logan. Dedicate it to intern Logan. That is a humiliating drink choice, I must say. Yeah. Maybe drink it in secret. Be sneaky selfish. Yeah, be sneaky selfish. See you Monday. Monday.